You're listening to Can We Kick It with your host Hugo on Slam Series XM channel for five. And we're gonna be talking about Adidas. Why how and why did it become a huge popular brand on the top five selling brands for shoes and a company in general and who invented and who created who was the co-founder of Adidas back in its time and how did it develop to become one of the best-selling shoes along with Nike, New Balance, Jordans, and in detail shoes. It all started in a very small town in Bavaria, Germany, where the founder, Adib Basler, he, he developed the shoe to for it to be mainly worn by athletes, soccer in general, like, all right, so look, it was just a basic shoe, the shoe, and then it, they added like little, little pockets to the bottom of it for it to play on the field. And then from there, he started developing, developing the idea that the shoes could be worn more, and from that he could make more of a profit. But it started off as a little thing, just a little bit of, uh, athletes and runners, mainly soccer players and track athletes, because they needed shoes to run. And the Adidas, he created them for it to be more of a athletic shoe, like more flat base for it to run in it and like play in the soccer. If you just added those little twerks and screws to the bottom of them for like you got, you could keep maintained on the ground, in the grass for like, you won't slip. And then there was two famous athletes that warned them in the, in the, keep in mind, all this was happening in the 1900s. So from like 1900 to like 1950, these athletes were very popular and their, their names were Lino Racco. She did, she was a track runner and he also interviewed a lot of athletes that played soccer so and he could get information for them, like feedback on how he could make the shoe better. Like he went to the practices for track and soccer and a lot of other sports, but mainly those two because that's the top two sports that everybody liked to watch and they needed shoes for Like he's not gonna build the shoe or like design a shoe and be like, okay, there's the final product. Like he had to get feedback from a lot of athletes just for him to make a good shoe for people could run in and play in so they won't be as uncomfortable playing in those shoes as other brands that used to be out like he wanted to be one of the top shoes and top selling brands because you want to be the best when do you not want to be the best so and he just did the shoe and then he went and interviewed them and then uh, he always went about his day and then he usually was always at the factory designing them so then he was always working on the shoe until he finally came up with the the final product in the, in that time period. A couple of years passed, and in 1954, a undefeated team, which was called the Unbeatable Hungarians, lost to a German team. And the German team, coincidentally, were wearing a, a pair of Adidas with studs, with screwing studs, and specifically a lightweight football boots, which was made by the Adidas and Adi Dazzler. And because of that win, they didn't only win a trophy, but they also won Adidas. Adidas won a whole household name in every football pitcher because their shoe became such a popular brand. So then they couldn't, they, they practically won.
later on in 1967, a few years after the win they had against the Hungarians in Germany, um, Adidas had made the sweatpants and the tracksuit that became very famous and it opened up a whole different business for them because now they not only did they start selling shoes, they started selling clothes too. So they didn't only focus on selling shoes, but also clothes. In the following years, in 1968 and 1970, a lot of athletes started uh, wearing more Adidas to their Olympic sh- sports and a lot of athletes started popping off with them. And Rod LaVar won Grand Slams while wearing Adidas. Also, Bob Bell... Bowman set a world record in the long jump and Dick Fosbury made a mark by using his own technique in the high jump and they were all wearing Adidas so and while those athletes were wearing those Adidas it grew more attention to the brand so and they had more fame and more wanting more people wanting to buy the shoes so and they didn't run low on money something that also happened in 1970 was that Adidas actually set the world or sent the world ball, soccer ball, into, for the 1970 FIFA World Cup. So that also boosted the Adidas fame by a lot. And it was bringing, it was the beginning of a wonderful partnership with soccer. So and the FIFA World Cup became Adidas' number one um, advertisement. So then they had more fame. And then in 1972, when the World Olympic opened up in Munich, and the it was in time for the event. Adidas presented a new logo that was here to, that's still present to this day. It was the trefoil, and it was a symbolizing performance. And that's when it also started the collection stands for lifestyle and street. So and it, it began becoming more of a popular brand little by little. Every time it got advertised or athletes wore it or any time you saw it in the street, you'll be like, oh look, a pair of Adidas. It's growing more in number. So then it became more. And still, to this day, it's still a very popular brand, and you still see people wearing it. And it's also a very, uh, it's in a lot of sports, even though not as much as the other companies like Nike and and Under Armour. But it's still up there. You can still see Adidas being worn. And then from 1972 to 1978, Adidas officially became a multi-sport specialist when it became a close uh, close brand to team up with the Argentina national f- football team football uh, the outdoor icon Reinhold Messner and also the gymnast Nadia Kamenzi who scored a perfect 10 repeatedly with Adidas so then it boosted their score or the brand once more again a couple years later so then it um and then sadly in 1978 the designer Adidas Dassler died on September 6th, shortly before his 78th birthday. The man who designed the shoe and made the brand who it is today, he died and it was a pretty sad death. He, um, he single-handedly redefined the sporting goods industry and lifted the benchmark by a mile, left behind a flourishing company that still flourishes to this day, so it never really died out. So his legacy is practically always kept on by his shoes and his company. So then, that's that's basically what Adidas history is on after his death. Even though after his death, Reebok and a lot of other companies started improving and getting ideas from him. But that's what we'll talk about in the next segment. All right, be back here on Slam Series XM Channel 145. Can we kick it?
Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no, that's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison, why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, it, look, if they pick up Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking, I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't. You I don't call know. him that, I call him Tunga Vailoa, whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo? Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's perfect. Allison, wait. Are you texting and driving? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Sam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice. I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. Not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station run inside a high school. I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny, from The Amigo. I've learned so much from them, and I thank them so much. And it means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community. It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people here are just great. Someone always has your back no matter what. It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind and just be yourself and all become one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio and I'm thankful for this wonderful opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career. You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Welcome back to Can We Kick It, where we briefly talked about the brief history of Adidas and how it became such a huge brand and what happened throughout the years of its upcoming fame. But now we're going to get into the other companies that were competing against it, but what happened to them after the co-founder and the, the designer of Adidas died. So what happened? So during the upcoming of Adidas, there was a, a company that was owned by Joe and Jeff Foster, but they had renamed their grandfather's company to Reebok, which was fit to lead. And it was 30 years after they renamed it that it became a top-selling shoe, just like Adidas. And they started it started making a lot of ads and commercials for it, just like Adidas was, but this one was making more of a upcoming and faster because Adidas had already make, made a point in the world. So now Reebok was becoming the next one for Adidas. And it was the next one to become for fitness and a lifestyle. Like to, It was another shoe that could be worn in the street and not only for sports and athletes. Like now everybody could wear it. But so was Adidas. Adidas after the death of it. The design also came up in 1984 and there they inputted a computer 
in Adidas that you can listen to music in, and it could perform statistics of athletes by just warning them. And then later on, in 1986, it started merging more with arts than, but it was still with sports, like the hip-hop people and the hip-hop people that were around the streets, they kept on, they started styling it. So and it became uh, a very well-known shoe, the Adidas, but it also got a, a it was also worn during a concert in front of 40,000 fans. You know how much 30, how much 40,000 fans are? and they're watching you perform with Adidas on. At that time, it was pretty popular, and people started taking off their Adidas and throwing them onto stage. So Adidas made a huge impact. But now that Reebok was coming up, Reebok, it was still below Adidas, but they were still coming up, so it wasn't that far off from it. But like Adidas was practically always gonna be number one at that time in the, min, in the late 1900s because Adidas made already had already made made a huge impact with athletes and sportswear and uh, streetwear in general. So now that Reebok's coming out, and is I suppose Reebok took the design idea, somewhat of a design idea from Adidas. Now it's gonna become a similar shoe, but from a different company, and people are gonna be like, "Oh, how are you gonna do this if Adidas already made the design?" But then Reebok would change the design in a little bit of a way. So then they wouldn't have to be copy, uh, paste, like they copy and pasted it. Like they could just change the laces, the high tops and low tops, the design in general. Like they didn't have the three stripes that symbolized the Adidas. They, it was practically for that time, it was around a white shoe. And later on, they started adding more color to it and different styles and like different footwear, different uh, leather and different soles. So then it wouldn't be the same. So like it all had a different pattern. And then, while all this was happening, Adidas was still a very popular brand. And, but in 1989 and 1994, Adidas had a financial problem. Well, not that much, it was still like a little bit. But they started a new marketing and they focused on Adidas that make athletes better. So they started wearing more, or they started designing more athletes or uh, yeah, athlete shoes. shoes. So then they could become more uh, athletic and perform better. Like for example, t for example, these 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 designs were the Torsen in 1989, the Equipment Concept in 1981, the Streetball Campaign, and the Predator in the Predator Football Boot, which was 1994 and 1992. They were one of the top four or five designs that helped Adidas get out of that financial thing, financial challenge that they had, and it helped them boost the, their fame with athletes and sports so then they didn't have to wear or didn't have to worry about it for a little while. But then in 1997, they get a new, they get a new team member, which his name is Salomon, Salomon, and uh, he changed its name to Adidas Solomon AG. And then in 2001, Herbert Hayner becomes the new CEO of Adidas Solomon AG. And with him, the company's focus went even more to innovation, like Climacool Zero, and the 550 football boot, which launched it just in time for the 2006 FIFA World Cup. So Adidas 
was always involved somewhat in sports so it never really died out because it was always very popular brand so it was never really that dead and also with all these new all these other new companies coming up and doing good with their sales and promotions and advertising they still did pretty good because they always stayed around near athletes and sports because they really never died out and then into in the 2000s it started a new a new century started basically so Indira's reinvented the game again in adi- in addition to its sports pre- performance offering Adidas is the first industry to n- introduce a new lifestyle like basically a new style to wear like a whole bunch of clothes and new things like it became a part of modeling as well not only sports like in the years was new port new partnerships with Yoji Yamamoto in 2001 Stella McCartney 2004 and also uh, Y3 2003 and the Porsche design sport 2007 because I suppose they just heard from it so and they became close and they talked about it and then they started becoming close and then later on in 2006 one year after Adidas and Solomon go their separate ways Adidas took in Reebok and they became and it became the most well-known sports company for sporting goods and they changed the name to adidas ag because they they acquired the brands rockport and reebok ccm hockey so and it brought the together two of the world's most respected and best known companies in the sporting goods industry industry so that made adidas way better and it became better because a reebok was a top seller like Adidas, but now that they're both in the same same brand, and but now more over Adidas, it boosted Adidas way more than it did with Reebok because Reebok practically got adopted to Adidas, but they worked something now, so and it became together, and it, they just made one of the best selling most best selling duos teams. So and that's basically it. So now that was the how Reeboks and Adidas became one of the top selling sports industry related brands. And next time we will talk about how other companies, more other companies like Nike, Under Armour, will also become involved with Adidas. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungo by Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker everywhere. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio Sirius XM. Yeah. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. I mean, really, it really apologist. comes down to... I'm going to make an apologist image for you, bro, because everything that I say, you like, oh, but LeBron had to do this, and he had to jump over a car. Isn't LeBron the king? And again, LeBron jump over the Empire State Building? He probably could, but why probably, would he do but it? But why doesn't he jump over the Empire State Building to win a slam 
dunk contest! Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145. We are Slam strong Radio. and we'll get through this together. But these are stressful times. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, and know that you are not alone. Visit wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't, impossible. And uh, the word can't is the word can. And the word don't is the word do. And the word won't is the word one. And in the word impossible, it's possible. What do you tell them? You tell them, you know, you know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, terrible. You know, this is what it's all about. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Welcome back to Can We Kick It, where we previously talked about Adidas, more on Adidas and the brief history of it and how it came up to be one of the top selling brands along with Nike and under armor and rebuck but now we're going to go into more depth like before we focus on mainly adidas but now we're just going to do nike and our under armor and adidas too but like mm, see why it's better which one is better to invest in let's start off with the overview of all of them adidas nike and under armor are the three largest retailers and the sellers in the competitive athletic apparel industry they're usually the top three that you'll see in every sport, like I've mentioned before, but like it's a constant in every single article you see. That's all you see, that they're the top three or the best selling for athletic shoes. Like they're all all three of them are good and all, but the best one or that's on top right now is Nike because they usually have more brand deals and they have way more money and more shoes to produce than Adidas and under Armour, and then in second place comes Adidas, and then, but they they could they could still come back because they they're still they still have room to grow, so then they could still come maybe in the future like maybe later on in a couple of years they could become number one, but then in third place comes Under Armour, but they're still growing in a certain pace like right now the main person. Using Under Armour is Stephen Curry, and he's, like, making a huge deal right now in the NBA. So, like, maybe after him making more shoes and designing better shoes, Under Armour could come back and become, like, second or maybe first, but I highly doubt it because, like, way back in the lead. But not right now, Nike is, as of right now, Nike's number one because they have the most brand deals and contracts with everybody in the sports industry. The reason the reason Adidas has more like fame and stuff than Nike at this point is because they have more established market in European countries, and they also have a lifetime sponsorship with Lionel Messi. So and Lionel Messi is a 
big name in soccer because like he's one of the best players in soccer right now. He's not the best best, but like he's one of the top players. So, and like if you hear his name and then you hear the brand he's using, like your brand is gonna go upwards. And then also, Adidas Group op- owns two other widely recognized names in athletics: Reebok and TaylorMade. I we talked about how they made a partnership with Reebok in a previous episode, but now like now you know why that makes such a big deal because Reebok and Adidas became a brand together so and Adidas owns Reebok so and now it's like owning up and making more money for them but recently Adidas in the late 2020 it was reported that Adidas was considering selling the Reebok brand like now imagine if they actually did sell the Reebok brand you think their prices would have gone up and down or down like I'm pretty sure it would have gone down because Reebok is is a known company but like it's not that famous but like you can still hear about it like you'll go anywhere and be like do you know what Reebok is and they'll be like yeah but like if they would have sold it they would have lost a lot a lot of money and like a lot of brand deals that they did but while Adidas while Adidas was initially known as a soccer brand it's now becoming more of a more of a well-known sport and like they're using strategic thinking and now they're using like they're marketing to grow an urban population across the globe. So now not their own, they're not only focusing on one specific sport, like they're moving on to other sports. Now Nike, Nike is the largest of the three companies and perhaps is one of the best brand recognition because everywhere you go, you would see Nike. It is located in Beverton, Oregon, as that's where the headquarter is for, for Nike. But then also Nike, Nike has a market of around $203 billion as of early November 2020, and now a year has passed. It probably went up another billion dollars. But now, Nike is a dominant across the globe. Like, you know how Adidas is trying to make their brand across the globe? Nike has already achieved that, and now they're across the globe now. In particular, it it maintains the largest market share in the athletic apparel industry in North America because Every single sport you see, every single sport you play, any every single sport you know about, you would see Nike in anybody's shoes or in a brand or on a logo. You'll see Nike's logo, which is a check mark. You'll see almost everything. Unless obviously they don't have a brand deal with them. But like almost in every sport you'll see Nike because it is pra- practically the best shoe selling thing in America, North America and across the globe. But they also they're also seeing significant growth opportunities in China and is focus woman focused product line. So and now they're getting into more women, women sports and female sports, which which are which is pretty good because women's usually aren't seen like that in sports. But like maybe because of Nike, they could be start being used, seen, and they could be play better. Now, Under Armour is by far the youngest of the three stocks, having gone public in 2005. While the company's growth during the past 10 years has been remarkable, it is the smallest of the three companies. It, is a, it has a market of a, around $6.36 billion as of early 2020, uh, November. So, and probably around now, it probably went up to $7 billion or $8 billion. And it was, a, it was at a constant rate of growth, but like it could have gone better. But, like, they're still growing. Like I said, there's many, many athletes that keep on 
making new deals so maybe Under Armour has made some new deals with them so and it could make better progress like now the more now that more athletes are going into new sports and there's new players every year and like most of the years like the, now with the new brands or the same brands Adidas Nike and Under Armour like if they make a deal with them and they become a big player like they will make more more money off of it because and more sales because that player is becoming upcoming like Under Armour that's what they're going for because Nike Nike's a big role already like they they matured and they've been in this game for a while but Under Armour they're still going at it because they can still make brand make brand deals with younger players younger stars that are upcoming and make more money Adidas eh it could stay where it's at but like it's still it's still at a certain pace of going up. I don't think it'll ever pass Nike. But Under Armour might because it still has room to spay to grow. And like it will most likely grow way above them. But that's it for Can We Kick It on Slam Series XM channel one four five with your host Hugo. Bye.